Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Thank you for joining us once again as we check the Target clearance Blu-rays for a copy of Anaconda. My Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hon. <laughs> I've actually seen that movie. Well, you should. It's good. That you've seen. <laughs> that you've seen. You know what, Tony? I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> wow. It has I think we should start seeing other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you. It's me. <laughs> no, it's not you. It's Carly. <laughs> I'm Elaine. Oh. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. And this is the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror and thriller. It's your turn to talk. <laughs> Words are difficult. I have drama and romance. Damn, Definitely going to see other podcasts. <laughs> I have, I have a, a, a strong sense of oh. this is going to suck today. Every oh. Action adventure. I'm so sorry. Wow. Words are hard. We take turns selecting from our movie genre <clears throat> movies that, in our opinion, haven't received the respect they deserve. You aren't going to find any of these movies in any top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you'll find a new appreciation and admiration for them. Today's movie is Carly's pick, Timer. Dum dum dum. <laughs> okay, so I picked the 2010 movie Timer. I think I watched, watched the wrong movie. Oh well. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got the right one. I found it on Netflix. Um, a little quick what this movie's about. Jedi got just straight from movies.com because I'm taking John's lead there. Life doesn't offer many guarantees, but in the alternate universe of the romantic comedy Timer, people can get a digital clock implanted on their wrist that counts down until they meet the one. It even sounds a little alarmed the first time the two soulmates look into each other's eyes. The device is not working too well for Una because hers is blank. So that's what the movie's about, or that's where we start off. And I picked this movie because I decided to try to alternate between my two genres, and last time I picked a more, you know, serious, heavier movie. And this one I wanted to be a little more lighter, a little more fun, and a little more of a rom-com. I also have gotten requests, and most of them are dramas, so I wanted to do a little rom-com before we delved into those. Anakin? <laughs> I said I would take requests, and I have been, and those are upcoming. Well, if you want to have some requests in the action-adventure genre, you're just going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> but I found this movie on Netflix, and I thought it was a little bit different as a rom-com, so I decided to pick it. Um, it has a 6.6% on IMDb and a 6.2% on Rotten Tomatoes out of 10, but there's no consensus because there's only... 12 reviews. <laughs> and I think just that alone makes it underappreciated. <laughs> well, right where it needs to be. Oh. So my favorite <laughs> review that I saw, oh, yeah. Aaron wrote, A rom-com is a rom-com. However, at least this one is more charming than most of Jennifer Aniston's career. <laughs> wow. Ooh, ooh burn. That's fire. That was ooh, my favorite Rachel. review I saw. So what did you guys think before, we, uh, before you watched it? John? Well, I thought this movie by the name alone, and then I watched a little preview of it. I was like, wow, this looks like it might be interesting. It's a different kind of premise. I'm like, it's kind of like that movie. What was the movie where they had the see how much time you have left to live? That was a Justin Timberlake movie. That movie was shit. 
Yeah. Those I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. So those going to be a cross between that and like Love Actually. So I was, I was excited to give it a shot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Myself, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I was happy Anya was in it from Buffy to see her working. But uh, I had no idea what I was getting into with this movie. <laughs> I was Judgy McJudgerson, and I read what? the synopsis, and I said, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> wow. So I expected it to be terrible. Ooh. Well. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> she Thor dropping the hammer. <laughs> she really is. Okay. That's what so. I thought going in. Is that why you're wearing green? Because you're angry? No. <laughs> you're always angry? She's always angry. That's her secret. At least this week. She's having a bad week. But I'm in the nice light color. Happy. I'm in a happy shirt. <laughs> okay. I'm in mourning. So we pop. open the movie. <laughs> I guess we'll just go right that. into it. Yeah. Here, it's probably good though. Yeah. We open on a parking meter. It's a lot different from the opening on the peeing. Of the <laughs> there, I don't think there was any urination in this entire movie. I was a little no. let down. There was one request to use the bathroom, and that was it. There were no infinity gems? Mm. No. God. So our main character, as Tony already gave it away, is played by Emma Caulfield, who was in Buffy. See, I didn't know her from yeah. that. I knew her from 90210. Okay, really? so her yeah. name in this movie <laughs> is Una. Mm -hmm. What? What? Why can't yeah. people have normal names? I'm sorry, Elaine. Yeah. <laughs> Elaine is a very normal name. That is a perfectly fine old lady name. <laughs> so is Una. <laughs> but it's like O-O-N-E or something. Or O-O-N-A, isn't it? Yeah, uh -huh. what? Yeah. That's like something it's someone Una. calls their grandma yeah. as a pet name. Yeah. Not like someone's that's actual true. name. I never thought about that, it's but It's a yeah. weird name. And everybody else in this movie does have actual normal names. That's true. And But hers is not normal. It was weird. Well, she says she can thank her dad for that. Still, Apparently it was his idea. Weird. Weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. So yeah, now that we all have different ways of remembering Una. <laughs> but she's dating a dude named Brian. Normal name. Why can't her name be Christy what or her name Kim? Is Mickey. No, in the beginning, the in the opening sequence, who goes Brian. to get the timer? Oh yeah, we're gonna get to that timer. Down there. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about oh, that. Oh lord. Okay. It's fiction. Remember, it's fiction. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> it comes back to Waterworld in the end. Thank goodness. It's yes. All right. So the guy she's been seeing for about a month arrives, and we learn he is her latest potential. And that is guys she meets who don't have timers. She dates them, and then she convinces them to get timers so she can find out if they are her one because hers is blank. Because there can be only one? Apparently. <coughs> I don't personally believe that, but in this movie, that's how it works. <laughs> and mathematically speaking, the one is usually in the city that you live in. No, it does not in this movie. That way, but yeah. just, that's probably why Steph's timer said she wasn't going to meet her one until forty-three. What if he lived in an, in oh, another sorry. country and they only randomly met in the airport? It could happen. What about her brother? We'll get there. Yes, we'll get we there. Will. I'm just saying. <laughs> But okay. Una's timer is blank because the because other half has not gotten a timer have yet. A timer. Yep. So uh, we learn while they're in the store yeah. what how the timer works. You implant it in your dominant wrist, and it counts down to the day you're going to meet your one. Then it zeroes out, and sometime during mm -hmm. that day, when you have eye contact with your one, it goes off. Bling, 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 bling. <laughs> So just so and I'm, that's that, and we're not going to talk about the science. Just so, I'm, just so I'm clear, before we get into this, this chip knows 
who your soulmate is, <laughs> where they live, yeah, uh, where they are, where you and your soulmate will be at a specific time in the universe, and the chip knows when that you look at this person, it'll ring. Whoa. Now here's a so question that Satan has it down to chip, the right. <laughs> It's got it down to the to the day. It doesn't give you the exact time because well, no, it goes exactly. off, and then the next Within day. Within day, yeah. yeah, the next day when you look at them. So not exactly down to the. It minute. might be the scariest thing I've ever heard of. It's fiction. I think it's <laughs> the well. Matrix. <laughs> now, just so, put stick a pin in that just real quick, okay? And let's go back to Brian getting his timer implanted. All right. Who's so giving up? Free gets will. his timer implanted. And bling, 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 he's going to meet his one in like three days or something. No, like. 916 days. Oh, 916. Two and a half years, they oh, really? say. Okay, Because yeah. he says he'll finish his doctorate and he'll be in a really good place oh, at that right. time. And he says, but he's not, his timer doesn't bing and it's not Una. So. It's not Una. So Her, things yeah. get a little awkward. <laughs> so they break up right there just because. Yeah. And then we go to the credits. The opening credits, which, <laughs> which is an infomercial. That would be nice. <laughs> so now let's take the pin out. Because it's an infomercial for the time. Uh. And little bits of news, which explain to us how the timer works. They mentioned something about your oxytocin. Your metachlorines? Yeah. Levels, yeah, your metachlorines. Here's your infinity gem right here. They're yeah. getting them implanted in their wrist. I don't know. It's the MacGuffin. It doesn't matter. I liked the credit sequence, though. I liked that they interspersed it with this... I did too. Like news story that mm-hmm. kind of gave you your exposition, even though none of it really made sense. Please no. talk about this, Tony. It's scaring me. Because, well, okay, we're going to go ahead and do this a little bit. <laughs> the problem I have with it, besides that the fact that everything's predetermined in the universe and you have no free will, is that it, it kind of tarot card it. Have you ever had a tarot card reading? No. Of course not, you're rational. <laughs> but some people do tarot card readings, and they're like, well, this is the death card. But the death card doesn't mean that you're going to die. It means that roses are nice. And this is the night card. Now, night doesn't mean you're going to fight. By the end of it, you're like, okay, so this is all a bunch of bullshit. And they kind of do that with the timer. Cause Have they're you like, had a tarot card reading? No, but I've seen them. <laughs> I just can't. Before, no, you gotta, you, before you gotta, I went on a murder spree. So you got to go on the use the bones. Or the bones. The bones work. <laughs> but they do that with this timer because they're like, well, here's your, here's your soulmate. But we don't guarantee that it's going to be your soulmate. And they, do, well, they, they put all these kind of... they guarantee that it's your soulmate. Of, they just don't guarantee you're going to like yeah, it. Yeah, they got all these, all these like, bullshit on them. Yeah, they tell like, you, this is your soulmate, but you may hate this motherfucker. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like, come on. Well, thanks. Either, Sometimes either it, it takes love to develop, but this is the person that you will ultimately be with. So they're Scary. saying that not only is there's only one you person don't always, for you. No, but there's what they're saying is you don't always love somebody the instant you see them. No, but, but sometimes love grows over time. My, my problem with it is is say that say that I'm supposed to get hit by a car tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If you go, hey, you're supposed to get hit by a car tomorrow. Well, I'm not going to go outside. So I'm changing it, the destiny. You but know it what I'm doesn't know that you're going to get hit by a car. It says you're going to meet your true love or whatever on this specific day. What if I just sit in my room? What if by some weird chance, like let's say it's me and you, we are meant to be together, and we by some chance are not supposed to meet for another week, but I happen to bump into you because you went left instead of going right like you're supposed to. This is a crossover genre movie. This this is fantasy. It does say in the description that is a romantic fantasy. Mm -hmm. It sure is fantastic. So it's not, they're not trying to be real life. This is an ultra dimension where... Computers now, can I understand tell you that, that we have Look. a whole lot to go with here because I had a movie where someone glowed and he had someone where they kill you in your dreams. But whatever, those were reality based. This Skynet <laughs> is so aware, it now knows who you should marry. No fate but what you make of it. But here's we're really going to wet your noodle. 
if you didn't have the timer, would you have met them before that? Because now, like, Una's like, oh, you're, you're not mine. We're done. How do you, she not know this could have been the love of her life? She doesn't know it. She's not giving love a chance because she's letting the man tell her when. Well, that's and the whole the man's point just trying of the to keep movie. You down. The man's trying to keep you down. That's the whole point of this whole movie. You know what? I'm going to yeah. protest. Fuck Skynet. I said it. <laughs> I said it. That's right. Fuck Skynet. My name's Tony. You will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue, Carly. We, we, All right. We'll come so back to the timer. Basically, the timer is supposed to take the guesswork out of love. <laughs> and so, the free will out of your life. But continue. The first thing we see after the infomercial is a timer with 5,262 days on it. And we think, holy shit, that's really long time. That's <laughs> And that is on Steph, Una's sister. We don't learn that yet, but... So. I really like this actress, and I'm sad that she hasn't been in anything. Really? She yeah. was in Hawaii Five-0, yeah. which I haven't seen. That's but, what I know her from. But, uh, she... <laughs> I don't she's, she's, that show. she's a mix between Amanda Peet and Selma Blair. Like, if they had a kid. Yeah. That's what I got no, there. she's way hotter than both of them. I think she's a better well, actress than Amanda Peet. Well... I thought she was Or Selma great. Blair. She was really good in this. I liked her a lot. But she, she hasn't good. done anything except for a bunch of episodes of TV. And, and we're going to get the butt talk soon, right? When she takes off her clothes? But she wakes up in a man's bed, and her phone is vibrating with a call from Una telling her that Brian isn't the one. And they have a quick chat in which Steph gives no truthful answers. She says she's at church, she's not whispering, but Una knows exactly what's happening and says, call me back when you find your underwear. Well, that's important. And Una's at work. She's an orthodontist. And after work, she goes like to a the dentist? store. <laughs> but it's an orthodontist. Sure, just an orthodontist. <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> and while she's at the store, her checkout boy is Mikey. Man. Her checkout man. Checkout man. His name's Mikey. It's Mikey. <laughs> he tells us the world's worst joke. He really, really I like does. it. <laughs> you would. Because you're fucking ugly. <laughs> Did you ever hear the one about the single gal at the grocery store? Oh, Tell God, the joke. That's bad. Okay. Well, the checkout boy's checking her out. She has all these items. Single serve, microwavable dinners, four pack of toilet paper. He says, are you single? And she kind of laughs a little and says, can you tell by what I got? And she and he says, no, I can tell because you're fucking ugly. <laughs> and now I'm laughing, but I did not when I was See, watching. you obviously there. think that's good. <laughs> Look, you're, you're trying not to laugh. I thought it was terrible. And, uh... Una does not laugh either, and she's like, what? <laughs> and he, hmm? and he's like, I thought you'd appreciate the irony because you're so beautiful. Which was cute. It was cute. This is very good meet cute. And she instantly found him charming. <laughs> it's like, this guy's got some wavels on him. So, uh, she, uh, he notices her timer is blank when he sees that she notices his timer is not, and he says that she shouldn't sweat the future because she could have a great present right now if she let herself. She says, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> so then we cut, and she's at home, and she's watching a documentary about uh, masks on the back of heads to deter hungry tigers. It's about hunters in, Bangla in yes. Bangladesh. Bangladesh. With their creepy masks. This is the second the movie that we've had where it mentioned Bangladesh. Really? Yes, losers. the losers did. <laughs> they were in Bangladesh. Different uh, look to Bangladesh in this oh. movie. <laughs> It's a nice little callback to Bangladesh. Yes. <laughs> it's been four minutes. Move on. <laughs> and then her sister arrives, and um, we learn that Steph prefers to date guys who have timers that are about to zero out. 
so that they can have lots of wonderful sex right before they settle down. So she has one night stands with as many guys who are about to zero out as she can. Because she's not going to meet her guy until she's in her 40s. So really, what else should she do? <laughs> Promiscuous girl, wherever you are. Oh, sorry, I just got a little distracted. <laughs> but Una just thinks that she's Don't wasting judge. her time. Because she knows none of these guys are her guys. She's like, what am I supposed to do? Sit around until I'm 43 years old. She's got a valid argument. <laughs> Which, by the way, she's only 29, about to turn 30, because her and Una are the same age. Are they the same yeah. age? Oh, they have the, the same birthday, birthday. so I'm say, assuming they're the same it age. It doesn't say they're the same age. They're roughly the same age. Well, I'm going to assume that they're the We're same gonna go plus age. We're going to go plus or minus two. If anything, she's younger than Una. Yeah. So I kind of got the impression she's she got at least here. a deck, uh, at least two. a decade to catch till she finds her one. Huh. So then her mom calls, or Una's mom calls, and uh, Una says, "We're coming, we're coming, we're coming." And then they arrive at their parents' house and are greeted by a stranger, and they say, "Are we in the wrong house?" Because. <laughs> Because there's this lady, and then their mom comes out, and she is a little crazy. <laughs> She's totally into the time. Well, the lady that answered the door is her mom's new housekeeper. Yes. What's her name? Luz. Luz. And her mom comes out and is like, oh, you're here, you're here, you're here, this is Luz. And then she sends Luz away and says she doesn't speak any English, but matchmaker Ron has been here for over an hour. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Which, <laughs> this really weirded me out. Because when Brian, when Una takes Brian to get a timer, they go to like a Verizon store. <laughs> it did look like a Verizon store. It does so look like a Verizon store. They like have little things on the wall. Yeah. It's like a Verizon store, and then there's the helpful clerk who did a great job of yeah. reminding me of Flo from from. No, that <laughs> actress, I think yeah. that actress is in a Verizon commercial. That actress she might be. I think she is actually. She's great. She's a great no, she's the AT and T girl. Yeah, she's fantastic. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> God, that was bugging me. I'm like, where do I know her from? And it could have been she's important. And I just kind of let it go. And then as soon as you said Verizon, she's the AT&T AT girl. Okay, so... Something on my beach. So <laughs> you think that it's the, I guess, typecast. So you get yes, your time right at AT&T. Yeah, but then all of a sudden we got this creepy dude in the house. Who like, come to your house and do The it. matchmaker is so creepy. He is kind of Well, they have an invasive He reminded surgery. me, <laughs> yeah. like... I don't know. It just was really, really creepy. It's also well, really, really creepy that you're eligible to get a timer when you're 14. There's yeah. there's a weird thing about this timer. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's not just the science. There's a cult around this timer, too. The, right, you don't have a timer? Your brother. What's wrong with the timer? You don't have a timer? <laughs> Look, back up. Fucking psycho. The little brother <laughs> seemed totally uncomfortable with getting a timer. Mm -hmm. Jesse. Yeah, he was, his name is Jesse. Not you know, I, I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Where could I find a woman like that? That's creepy. Jesse's girl was 14. Not anymore. This was 2010. She's 21 now. Oh. Oh. Math. Gross. <laughs> I did not look her up. <laughs> Gross. I wish I but had Jesse's girl. Fun fact, or not so fun fact. This was the Math last fact? acting credit for the guy who played Jesse. Like, he yeah. has so done creeped anything. out by this. <laughs> He's like, fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. The kid looked like he was probably high or crying the entire movie. His eyes looked really red. He had this crazy, crazy mother. And his dad was just like, we're going to make the best of it. I don't know. His dad seemed crazy, too. Oh, I like the dad more but than the But the little mom. brother gets his timer. And it says three days. 
That would freak Three me out of 14. effing days, and Una is pissed. <laughs> I think Steph was a little pissed, too, though. Probably. She, yeah. She's got I mean, at least 10 be. years. And, <laughs> and then the mom's Her like, little brother's is three fucking days. <laughs> but, like, the mom and the dad are all crazy because they're like, timers are the greatest thing on the planet. Timers, yeah. timers, timers. But still, they seemed weirded out by the fact that he would meet his true love in three days. Three days. We well, should be. Even the crazy kids. young. Even the crazy mom was like, yeah. mm. Well, you can't argue with science. Huh. Una's happy for her brother, but she's like, fuck this. <laughs> so she leaves. And uh, like then you do. <laughs> on her, she doesn't want to ruin the celebration. She tells Steph to stay there. She's going. And on her way home, she stops by the grocery store. This is great. Because now she's thinking about how that checkout boy said she could have a great present. No, she's thinking the about... The present was him. She's just pissed. was his package. She's, <laughs> she's pissed, and she's just... It's bad decision-making time. Yeah, it This really is, is such a stupid trope Ooh, with women that we get pissed off and make bad decisions. And have and sex with random people? So no. You don't do that? Tony says, is it... Is, I think it's based in fact. <laughs> it's the reason why no. it's a thing is because women do that. Just like, no, dudes do that too. People do that. It's just... It just annoyed me. You're trying to tell me that Hollywood doesn't have the pulse of the world. Come on. <laughs> but anyway, so she walks in the grocery store and she, she hesitates. Says, she hesitates. But then she goes in. And she and Una says, "What time do you get off?" And he's and Mikey says, "Huh?" And she says, "Do you want me to repeat that?" And Mikey says, "Yes, into the loudspeaker if you don't mind." <laughs> Which is great. I loved it. And then brass vagina on that guy. She looks at him, and then he he gets to, he throws. She his says, "Oh, no, she says, believe me when I tell you this is your one shot, so make it count." And he immediately says, "Now, now, I get off now." <laughs> And he throws his apron at his co-worker and which says, I said, I'm out. Which I said was the right answer. The husband goes, hey, you want to have sex? You're like, yeah, I quit food line. Because <laughs> I can come back. He doesn't get fired, though. Because it's food line or whatever the hell it is. You know what? It's like Super A Mart or something like that. That is one of the other universal truths. Like if someone asks you if you're a god, you always say yes. yes. <laughs> Unless your name's Ray. Well, so then anymore. they go to his place. <laughs> and Tony and I both wondered... Why did they go to his place? <laughs> she goes to his place. Why? Like, so he, no. he, he wouldn't know where she lived. I suppose that's true. Smart. I'm sorry. She's looking for a, a, you know, she's looking for a, a, a day rental, if you know what I mean. But that's true. But she's assuming that he's also looking for a day rental because Steph says that all the young guys with the timers are always looking for just the temporary rental. And he's young. He's much younger than her. Mm-hmm. And um, stick a pin in that because I have a question for you. He's much <laughs> younger than her, so chances are his sheets aren't clean. She knows her house is clean. And Why we know that her roommate is not going to have a problem with her having a one-night stand with the dude whose timer is about to so run out. So I don't understand. <laughs> I don't really understand it Story-wise, it's just so we can have complications and we get to see all the but, roommates and all that. But so, reality... If you want to use that word in this movie, yeah. Before we get to <laughs> what happens, before we get to what happens, I just have to ask Carly: Did you think it was creepy that he was so young? Yeah, the age difference between them. Did you think it was creepy? <laughs> Careful, <laughs> it may be a trap. I'm sorry. I 
personally, it, because she wasn't 30 and he was over 20, I didn't find it that creepy. But we didn't yet know, know that she wasn't 30 and we didn't know yeah, how old true. he was. But I didn't Did think, think that they were creepy? too terribly far. I thought, wow, she's a little, she's going a little young, but she just wanted to have fun. So Girls I, just I wasn't fun. being judgy about that. And for those of you who don't get the Tony joke, Tony is... <laughs> Tony. <laughs> No. Wow! No. Well, I don't need to be. Did you oh. see that bus, Tony? No. No. It's a nine-year age difference between me and Tony. All right. So moving on. <laughs> but I just Carly always thinks these relationships are creepy, and this is this is why I'm asking. Oh, I didn't think she was trying to be like a pedophile. She's thirty, and he's tw he's twenty-two. He's twenty-two. We he's don't 22. learn that yet. She's, she's not quite she's 30. 29. So 29. She's 29. Well, there's nothing wrong with it, and I don't have a problem with it at all. No, neither. But I did wonder. I'm like, I wonder reversed. if Carly's going to think this is crazy. No, it if didn't it actually reversed, bother though, me. It would be, it, it, you know, because it's a double standard thing, we can be honest. It might be a little. There is a double standard. might be a little yeah. creepy. So you would think it would be creepier if he was the older one? No, no, I'm saying if, if yeah, if he was 30. No, not the situation. No, 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 that's what I'm asking. If it was a 30-year-old guy and a 22-year-old girl in a movie, it would be... It, it wouldn't be cool, you know what I mean? It may be, it may be a little... It would depend on how it's it really out. weird. I find that strange. What? Because <laughs> in normal life, it's very normal for the man to be older than the woman. But it's by, very normal for a man to be oh, a decade no, but, older no, than no, his and wife. That's, and that's fine. But that's not then. Not that he's no. saying you got to be a little Layla, older. For if, no. if you're forty it's, and she's thirty or something like that, but it's fine. very normal in our society for the man to be older than the woman and to be uh, sometimes and uh, anything in a decade is not that much. I, and I when agree. a man gets to a marriageable age, somewhere between thirty and thirty-five, he start a lot of them start to look for women that are in their early twties, just getting out of college. So I find it weird that I, I just that's I just not true. I married in my that's not in my opinion. Not what my the hell is your problem? Experience. It's, it's like a month. <laughs> Still counts. Look, <laughs> neither Tony nor I want to be outed as the old people at the table. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Just because well, we robbed the cradle don't mean we got to have the light shine on us. <laughs> I don't see the appropriate. Oh, man. I'm the only thing appropriate I'm happening is the relationship in this movie between Una and Mikey. Because <laughs> I shipped it hard. All right, let's go. I'm fine with it in the movie. But I'm All right, so we're going to have to edit right. out that technical I just was, tangent. I just, that got us nowhere. I just think it's that that age specifically. If yeah. it was any anywhere farther down the line, I would have no problem. If she was 25 and he was 33 or something, who cares? You know? I mean, 22 she just, is still just pretty... To me, to me, she just got out of her teens a bit. You know what I mean? And that well, bothers me. 22 is graduating college. Yeah, I know. And that's, to me, that's okay. still a kid. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Tony has a no under 25 rule. <laughs> well. <laughs> Depends on what he wants him for. Okay. Moving so, on. Get as true. they're going up to his place, he says, I have roommates. Which cracked me up. <laughs> so does she. How many? Four. <laughs> That's a lot of roommates. Where does this take place? Los Angeles. That's expensive. Yeah, that's true. So he has four roommates, Especially and he says, they're they probably out. So then they walk in, and there's all no. four roommates. <laughs> Guy roommates are never <laughs> out. They're playing Xbox. Yes. Yeah. Unless they're all out, and you're with them <laughs> at a bar. Then you all come so back a different time. So he introduces them, and he's like, guys, where's your manners? Where's your manners? Like, he's trying to make a good first impression, but it's not... 
working. <laughs> Turned a yes into a no. Well, you know, when you're going for a one night stand and then you have to face an audience, <laughs> that's that's rough. That you know that it's not going to be a lonely walk of so, shame. It's the so, pre walk of shame. Yeah, yeah, it is a pre walk. I know of what shame. you're going to do. <laughs> you're, you're, it's shameful in and shameful out. Why Nobody wants that. And the one's like Uma, like Uma Thurman, and he's and she's like, sure. Your name is Wretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they go to his room and they start. They kiss a little bit, but then he goes to push her hair behind her ear, and she sees that timer again, and she's pulled right out of it. And she's like, nope, I can't do it, I can't do it, and she leaves. It's too bad. She says, you enjoy that four months. And he's like, what the fuck, dude? I just left work for this. <laughs> like, I just got fired. And I, didn't even, I didn't even get no um, severance package, if you will. Where am I going to make $8 an hour at? Ah. Uh. I don't know. You got to take the chance, I guess. I do believe it's eight twenty-five in California. I, I really I'm just have making no that idea. up. I really have no idea. <laughs> We're on the East Coast, totally separate. That's I've never right. even been to California. Anywho, so then she has a dream where she's boiling an egg, and she sees a dude with the mask on, and just like the ones in the documentary, and uh, he says, "You know what they say about a watch pot," and then her alarm goes off. It's weird. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was strange. I got it. <laughs> I don't know. I think there was a little too much mask talk in this movie. It just seemed strange. Wait, were we supposed to watch the mask? No. No, but someday I'll probably have to. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You'll deserve it. So then we get to learn more about Steph. Yes, we cut to her at work at the old folks' home. And she kind of fucks around with a lady who keeps asking her if she's her daughter. She says, sure, I'm your daughter. And guess what? I'm gay. <laughs> like, super gay. And my girlfriend is black. And the lady's like, what? And then She's Mr. Mean Doctor comes over and says, hey, 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 hey. But he's not mean. None he's right. You can't no, he do right. that. She's a shitty employee. <laughs> she really no, no, is. she's a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> she can't. She's a shitty person. But I like her. Fucking with the elderly who are confused and scared, and her solution is I'm just gonna keep fucking with them. <laughs> bad person. I know she's a shitty employee. No, no, shitty person. I like. But her. Dutch seems to like her. Son. Dutch, who, by the way, I could not look at when I was a kid. My mom watched General Hospital, and that dude is Edward Quartermain. <laughs> I, know. I don't know I what know. that is. <laughs> as soon as we saw, it, I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> So, I also recognize him as that because I watched General Hospital. Moving on from the General Hospital, the days of our lives. I can't believe Dr. Drake he made a really great joke. Uh, elevator he did. She, um, uh, uh, oh, okay. I mean, just, he just made it really. We he did to tell him everything. Okay, we don't have to tell him. We want them to watch the movie. But he does say that uh, no, they had a name for guys like that doctor when he was in the service. Cocksuckers. Yeah. And she appreciates that. So then... Was it a clam jam? Hmm. <laughs> no. I don't think there was any jamming going on. Not she yet? wasn't trying to get with that doctor. Not yet? Okay. I can promise you that. Okay. <laughs> no, Mikey got clam jammed a little bit because his roommates were weird now. But mostly the timer is what's clam jamming, jamming him. Yeah. <laughs> and All then right. he shows up at Una's work. Like you do. Because he thinks... I might actually have a ha- chance with this chick, and I think she's pretty awesome. Well, don't women like grand so gestures like that? I'm going to go to her job 
She does not appreciate it. <laughs> if the guy I was, I freaked out about having a one night stand with and just left, showed up at my work, I would be very upset. <laughs> Me too. That'd be the kind of thing where I would... Bring it on. (laughs) I'm just saying, that's not the kind of gesture, like, maybe if he was in the waiting room, sure. But, like, like he's at her work. He's in the chair. That would upset me. I would be very upset. Wow, I thought that would be a nice romantic gesture, so I should probably stop doing stuff like that. (laughs) She's pissed, Who are you stalking at work? Oh. Uh, Dr. Drake Ramore. I heard he had a brain transplant. Yeah, he had a brain transplant. (laughs) He's a genius. Okay. And also, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so Una is a mean bitch to him. Yes, she is. But he's really trying to talk her into hanging out with him. He really wants to hit that. <laughs> like, I don't think it's okay for him to show up. No, there, I think but he wants to love her. A giant fucking bitch. <laughs> At first, I don't know if he wants to love her. No, no, he wants to love her. He wants to get into her soul, not her pants. I was not yeah. liking Una at this point. He's a gentleman. But uh, he says, is it just because I'm a checkout boy? And he says, (laughs) no, it's not that. And he says, it's the timer. Or he goes, no, good, because I'm a musician. I'm really passionate about my work. And he's like, your real problem is the timer, isn't it? And she's like, yeah. He says, so girls like you think I'm cheating on someone that I haven't even met yet. And she's like, no, that's not it. (laughs) That was deep right there. God, this actor is really good. Like, that was a deep, profound thing. You think I'm cheating on someone? I don't even know. <laughs> like I could see that being an issue, and she's like, "No, that's uh, not, not it." <laughs> but it kind of is, <laughs> because her explanation is basically, "I think you should be true to that person you're going to meet in four months." So she's basically saying, "I don't want you to cheat on that person that you so, don't know." <laughs> yeah, that you haven't met yet, and you might hate when you first meet them. Right. And he says that's what's stupid about the timer gives you a path, and you're not supposed to take any detours. But life is about detours. Also deep. And she says, well, I'm looking for my one, and you're not it, so I'm mm. not interested. And that's Burn. it. <laughs> so he's like, all right, fine. You're kind of crazy. <laughs> I'll see you outside the window tonight. <laughs> like, wow, you look a lot different when you were awake. <laughs> he doesn't stalk her. No, he does You smell different but when you But then later on, <laughs> she goes to the bar that Steph works at in the evenings. Because apparently Steph has two jobs because... She doesn't ever. I don't know. She never amounted to anything. I thought it was really weird well, because it's Una. And she's no. a she's a orthodontist or whatever. So it's she's just gonna really weird because Una's an orthodontist, but Steph is just some receptionist and then fucks around as bartender. Like, well, she's a lot more chaotic. And she we does don't it know. I didn't really like the way she that tells you that she does it to meet men. That's, that's true. On, yeah, but it just doesn't. But we don't really know. Where it's at what weird point in their lives they met? Like we know that her mom died and her dad, you know, Seth's mom died and Seth's dad married Una's mom after she got divorced. But we don't know when they could have been adults by then or I teenagers. Don't they understand. Raised necessarily in the same house to have the same. <laughs> I just think it was a weird choice to make Steph's this just obvious. Like, it's a, you can still be a fuck-up and have a real job. You can still sleep with any dude you meet and still have a real job. I just think it was an interesting choice, or maybe not an interesting choice, <laughs> to make Steph seem like such a fucked-up well, person. A lot of movies, or stories, or whatever, they do that. They have the nice do- the nice girl, and then her sister's a But she could crazy. still be, yeah, she's you know... Yeah, she's a good half, but... It just, it just right, seemed like a strange choice. I think we're like spending way too much choice. time on that, personally. Because it bothered me. Okay. 
So we should. <laughs> well, we're we're going to meet with Wes Craven. But she goes to see Steph at work. <laughs> you didn't write this? <laughs> and there's a band playing. Oh, and this is great. They said we're they, they played their last song and it's called Mom Can I Call You Back I Have to Dispose of the Body. Mm-hmm. Which is the name of their <laughs> it's tune. It's just a really long title. Yeah. But not since not since uh, High Fidelity have I heard some really great <laughs> band stuff. <laughs> like I stole my grandmother's wheelchair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just some it just really movie. was funny. Good movie. Hey, we gonna do that movie? So maybe with Barry Jab and That's a romance and a drama. That would be up to and I don't know what movie you're talking about. High Fidelity. I even, I even mentioned that to do you. Do you take requests? I do take requests. I request you put this in the front of the line. <laughs> the front <laughs> of the line. <laughs> I request too, but... All right. So, High Fidelity. We'll Folks, if you'd like later. to see high, hear about High Fidelity, <laughs> let us know. Tell us. We don't want to hear about nothing else. High Fidelity all the way, baby. Use the hashtag on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> hashtag Yes. <laughs> Or hashtag Barry Jive in the Uptown Five. Yeah, there hashtag you go. not my president. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> straight to our podcast. So Una sits down and she hears this band playing and she looks at him and she starts to go, those guys look a little familiar. And she realizes it's Mikey and all of his roommates. <laughs> I also and thought it was. It's Mikey and she likes it. I also and thought it was weird he was the drummer and not like the singer or a guitarist. I thought it was funny he was the drummer because I'm always reminded of that joke. Is what he was it? What do you call a guy that hangs out with a band, a drummer or something like that? I forget, <laughs> I forget the joke. But, but then wow. we see her and Tony goes, "Oh, now they're gonna get <laughs> now they're gonna get down because now she sees him in this band." Yeah, I was like, once once the girl sees he's in a band, it's over. They're, and then the next Annie's shot, fell off. they're at his house again and they're making out. <laughs> Silk. What were you going to say? Okay, so they're making out, and Mikey says, this is great, don't worry, the boys will be at the bar for a couple more hours taking turns with our groupie. Singular. 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 <laughs> Which means I rewound that. It. I rewound that because I wasn't sure if I heard it correctly the first time. That cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Which means that he's done it. Gross. Well. That's, oh, that's not Gross. <laughs> One girl getting t- tossed around like a fucking peace pipe at the same time is okay. I don't think that's okay. I, maybe I'm just fucked up. Here. I don't think it's okay. <laughs> if she wants to be passed around by like a peace pipe, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So like, then, then they come home anyway, happy. and he's pissed. Okay, he just came home, and now they're clam jamming him. <laughs> yeah, they are. So he comes out of the room and he's like, what the fuck, guys? This girl is so out of my league and you guys are not fucking this up for me. Which is great. Every guy that's had roommates has had this discussion. (laughs) At the top of his lungs where she can hear and she's just smiling because it makes her feel great. And then he turns the music on really loud and goes back in and they they have their little fun. Coitus, I believe. And... This is where I noticed that Mikey was wearing a necklace with a broken key on it, and I was uh-huh. hoping they would explain that, and they never fucking did. And I was know. really pissed. Well, he's required to wear certain pieces of flair as a drummer, so there you go. <laughs> There's your explanation. And then we go back to Steph's work, and the old lady thinks this dude who has come in is her late husband. And he actually, at first, is like, I don't know, I'm not, I think you have to be confused. And then he's like, you know what, I'm just going to roll with it. <laughs> I have a hard time sleeping without you, too. Because <laughs> he's a nice person. Yeah, he that's not nice what you're person. supposed to do. No, I don't. 
But it turns out it's Edward Quartermain's grandson. <laughs> Dan the man. Dan the man. Played by Dan Desmond man. Harrington. And Tony goes, who is that guy? I have no idea. Who's that guy? He oh, Grease 2. in Thanks. Dexter. Yeah, I never watched Dexter, but Tony did. And he was like, I watched oh. the first two seasons. He, he doesn't show up till I think he doesn't show up till later. Well, then that, I didn't see him because I saw the first weird. two. But yeah, he's a detective in Dexter. He apparently almost catches Dexter. Nothing. But no TV shows really. Dates Dexter's sister. No, uh, St. Elsewhere I did great. No, it didn't. Sure did. But she sees that he doesn't have a timer, so she's and like... she's like, yawn. And he says, I, I told you not to go after my grandson. I know he's not your type. <laughs> and I appreciate it. I really like the Edward, Edward Quartermain's character. Yeah, we only got to see him a couple times, but it was good. But he's good, yeah. So then... Um, Steph questions Una about where she went last night and is so proud of her sister when she finds out that she had a one-night stand with a dude whose timer is about to expire. And Una's kind of like, one-night stand? Does it have to be a one-night stand? And she's like, yes, it has to be a one-night yeah, stand. Yeah, st- stomps all over her organs. <laughs> yeah, because you can tell she wakes up and she's in such a good mood. She had such yeah. great sex. And then her sister goes, nope, 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 nope. And she's like, oh, like I guess I'm going to make animal pancakes now. Because <laughs> sisters are mean. Sometimes. Except for mine. My sister's a sweetheart. I don't really talk to her very much. She doesn't listen to this. How do you know? Gina, if you listen to the podcast, please let us know by hashtagging, I listen to this. <laughs> Anybody else who listens to this podcast, My please add listens. Hashtag, I listen to this. Which one? Aaron. Yeah. So, now that we're laying it out there for all the sisters out My there. My sister has listened to this a couple... That's true. Tony, does your sister listen to the podcast? My no. sister posted on the Facebook page. My sister would listen to it unless I'm she heard I was on it. I'm a little surprised you that, that you knew Tony had a sister. <laughs> this is all hinging on my sister to listen to the podcast. Hi, Gina. Hi, Gina. Hi, Gina. We've never met. <laughs> Say hi to my niece and nephew right, for me. After animal pancakes. So then we we uh, cut to Jesse at school. He's supposed to meet his one on it's the first timer day. timer day. He's not nearly as excited about it as his parents are. No, he looks really uncomfortable, and I don't blame him. And by the way, did anybody else notice that his dad's name is Paul DePaul? <laughs> I've seen worse. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, on the way to pick up Jesse from school, the girls are in the car with the mom, and uh, she's a walking timer commercial. And she's all she's talking part of the about. Cult. Yeah, she really is. She's one the of cult. the people that tries to get new members well, in. Uh, <laughs> Remember the Joe Rogan podcast between a cult and a religion? Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Alright, so she tells them that they're so lucky to live in a time where they don't have to worry about divorce and they don't have to worry about STDs because you only have the one. Or bras. <laughs> Nobody in this movie wears a bra. I thought I was watching Friends. <laughs> it wasn't cold in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if you don't really have very big boobs, you, it's not really necessary. It's not really necessary. I'm not and complaining. Actually, I'm just making actually, a statement. Remember, a lot of studies have come out saying that women shouldn't wear them. Tit talk part one. I think those are crap. <laughs> what? There's even more but there's been a lot of studies out recently. Studies that say oh, yeah, women yeah, yeah, shouldn't yeah, wear, wear bras. bras yeah. which and then there's girls that just want to walk around topless, which I support. <laughs> Tony's all for the free the nipple. I campaign. am all about um, <laughs> free the nipple. No, even evenness, I equality, <laughs> if you will. And if it's okay for a man, it's okay for a woman. 
Right. It's not okay for anyone to walk around topless. If you're at the beach, be topless. If you're at home washing your car, be topless. If you're going to the grocery store, put on a fucking shirt. I don't care if you're a lady or a dude. <laughs> Nobody stores. wants to stores, see yeah. your boobs. It's stores, yes. And I also support man thongs because if a woman can wear it, so can a man. Okay. See, why is that weird? It doesn't look know. as good with a hairy butt, though. <laughs> That's like your opinion, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying, nobody wants to be looking at anybody's melons while they're trying to buy a melon. That's not Please true. wear a shirt. I think there's a plethora. No shirts, no shoes, no service. I do believe there's a plethora of teenage boys that will disagree. No hairy coconuts. But oh. teenage girls don't want to see a hairy-chested man with a beer gut buying a bag of potato chips. Dad Bob? That's not dad bod. That's drunk bod. Okay. Okay. That so, I was describing right. there. They're that, on their way to enough. pick up Jesse from school, and they're super excited because he's meeting his one today. And they're assuming all the ladies are at school, so he's going to meet her at school. But he doesn't. Well, and he's, always, he's also standing there talking to some blonde chick. Yeah, so his mom is a, a mom, and it's like, <laughs> is that her? <laughs> Yes. Oh, God, could you and be any more embarrassing? It's not. That, I believe, is called cock blocking. <laughs> that is a way to clam jam. Thanks, Mom. So, uh, it's not the one. And he didn't meet her today. It did not go off. And uh, But when they get home, they see Luz is leaving. And, uh, oh, and she says, oh, is that your husband? Oh, is that your daughter in the car? And she wants to meet them. And do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Jesse's one is the housekeeper's daughter. Soledad. Soledad. And you can see the she racism running through this woman. <laughs> she is oh, cute. Nobody wanted this to happen. Yeah, yeah. On either side, either side, side of this equation. On that one the racism just runs through. Well, it's super awkward. Like, I am a housekeeper. And what? some of my customers... I thought you were, like, a drug dealer. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's the first job I thought of. So, what? some of my customers I'm about to graduate from college, I think, would be cool with me if I ended up working with them someday, but most of them, no, I am the help. <laughs> I am absolutely the help, and while they're nice to me and everything's cool, I'm always the help. And now they find out that the help's daughter is going to be married to their son, and that's a big I, deal. I thought the mom... The crazy mom was a lot more okay with it than Soledad's parents. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. obviously she was a taken back and it was awkward mm -hmm. and she was had to, but she still is queen timer. She's, she's all on board totally and she's going to do it. This is going to be true love. But Soledad's parents were <laughs> like, this, they were like, he is not this <laughs> boy and our girl, no thanks. Like I said, the racism runs a rampant here. Yeah, it's pretty No, bad. there's gummy bears in there. Help yourself. World oh, 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 there's one gummy bear. <laughs> they, why do you have to talk about this? This is not a visual media. Nobody knew I was eating the last gummy bear until you said something. They do, that's payback for the square comment last podcast. <laughs> but that was funny. So was that. That was not funny. To you. That was like a math fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's a 0% so, chance of... <laughs> So Soledad and her parents leave because they're having a big dinner in her honor where I'm assuming they were going to expect well, her to meet her one. She said that all, all the boys in the neighborhood, neighborhood were coming. And, and that and was all for naught. <laughs> and his mom's like, isn't that moot? And she's like, yeah, we're still going. We're not going to stand up <laughs> all those people. So they leave and Jesse goes in the house because he's like, oh, shit. 
I, in my head, I'm thinking that girl's out of his league. <laughs> I don't think she's out of his league, but I think oh. he's got to be super uncomfortable because you meet this girl that could that is the one, but yet your mom is like being super cheerleader. Your sisters are right there, and your girl's parents yeah. like this it's is a weird not situation where you want to meet somebody for the first time. It's, it's already almost like an arranged marriage, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just really it's weird. exactly what it is. And actually, when they get out of the arranged car, by Skynet. before they meet Soledad. The mom is like, well, maybe we should have an impromptu pizza night with so-and-so and her daughters. And they're like, uh, it's not up to you to arrange this situation here. It's up to Skynet. So, yes, apparently. <laughs> so then uh, Jesse goes in the house, and they're like, leave him alone, leave him alone, let him have some time. And she's like, well, have either of you ever been in love? And they're like, we don't even really know what that means. <laughs> And then they talk a little bit about, is it weird? So, basically, they want to know what love is. And I want to know what love is. Because <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about. When, yeah, okay. show me. And they have a little conversation where they're like, well, first love kind of would imply that you would have more than one. And they're like, well, we have timers, so there's only one. But could we have more than one? Do we even know what it is? Would we recognize it when we saw it? No, they don't know what love is. Because <laughs> Skynet has got them. The Matrix has you. So, well, we anyway. should do that movie. <laughs> it's not underappreciated. Only the first one. It's not underappreciated. Well, I don't want to do the second or third one. Those are. So, then we cut to Una leaving work again, and it's dark out, and she's getting in her car, and Mikey comes up, and she freaks out and slaps him in the face. Which was hilarious. <laughs> like you do. Well, yeah. He, she it thought was, she was in danger. That was the most real life moment of the whole movie. <laughs> Stranger danger. It really great. was. And then she's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I wanted to see you again. And she's like, you make a good argument. Let's go back to my house. <laughs> Instead of, that's creepy as shit. And well, she enjoyed their first encounter. She didn't apparently give him her number or anything like that. She thought they were having a one. Well, this is weird. Because she didn't think it was a one night stand. Her sister stomped on her dreams there. So I'm assuming So really. how, why wouldn't she leave her number? She probably did. I think even if she didn't, she, she knows where she can her. find him if she wants to see him again. Right. <laughs> like when she like when you gotta get like, pickles. This like seriously puts her in control. Really? Again with the pickles? <laughs> <laughs> because if pickle she pop. wants to see him again, she can go to the grocery store and see him again. True. <laughs> so she could pick up some lettuce, tomatoes, pickles. And sauerkraut. <laughs> and some D. And some D. Not the sunny D. No, no, dill pickles. No, the D-D. So anyway, they get back to her house, and she's like, hey, how many times, how many more times are we doing this? And he says, as many times as she'll let yeah, me. Like, <laughs> that, got, that's a total guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's it's got like, all the best lives in this movie. <laughs> this is such a great character. And I don't recall this dude being in much else. No, he, he wasn't. Was I Gossip Girl and a couple of TV shows I've never seen. No, but he's not. Which is funny because he should be in more stuff. All right, well, dude, him. good luck to you. His name was like John Patrick Almodovar. I don't care what his name I is. I looked him up. He's great. Anyway. Is he going to meet um, the Avengers? Doesn't matter. So they have... So, go ahead. They have the second, <laughs> then we get the dating montage. We get the what montage? The dating montage. The dating oh, montage. yeah, 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 because he says you should relax, so then she does. And now we have this whole montage of the two of them dating. Which Tony did not seem to appreciate, but <laughs> he's what? showing her how he plays the drums and 
They're doing, you know, they're just nice. they're playing video games. And any girl who started dating a guy who was into stuff she wasn't into has experienced a dating montage similar to this. <laughs> I just thought it was great because it shows that she's really relaxing. She's spending time with his roommates. She's learning what's important. And my favorite part of the dating montage is at the end where she's talking about her parents' divorce. And he realizes that her dad is Rick O'Leary. And he says... He's a legend in the music business. <laughs> and he says, oh my god, I've had sex with Rick O'Leary's daughter. I'm so much cooler than I thought. <laughs> That's a good line. Another great line. I thought that was pretty great. And uh, then they have a little discussion about whether or not it's better to have a blank timer or have one like Steph that so you know that you're not going to meet your one for another, you know, over ten years. I would say neither one of those options is good. I think you know, the idea of a timer is a bad idea. Yeah. So <laughs> I'd be uh, hashtag no timer. Well, there are Not people difficult. who are hashtag no timer. So. Yeah, like no timer, no vagina. <laughs> if, if you're meeting Steph, sure. <laughs> so then, speaking of Steph, we go back to her at work where Dan shows up again. And uh, he stands up for her and lies to her boss and says she was away from her desk because she was helping him out. And, uh, and she invites him to come to her bar, which is called The Pocket Watch. <laughs> this is a pretty good name for a bar, I think. I think puzzles would be better. <laughs> I think it's just because this movie's called Timer. Maybe. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I Way didn't either. <laughs> That's your. You didn't yeah. get that. <laughs> I didn't. It didn't even occur to me to it's pay any attention to the fact that the bar was named Pocket Watch. You always got to pay attention to the things that, the uh, names of things in movies because they're usually little callbacks. I I filed it under the thing under the category of things that don't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's maybe a it's just watch. me and you. Maybe. And he really want, or she really wants to introduce him to Una because she likes him. He's a cool guy, and he doesn't have a timer. And she's like, well. Let me introduce you to my sister. But she doesn't tell him that until he gets to the bar. And he's like, you're trying to set me up. Your sister's timer is blank, isn't it? Like, this is not the first time this has happened to me. And uh, we learn about him, that he's a widow. and uh, he had his one. He had his one, as far as he's concerned. And he doesn't believe in timers. He thinks they're stupid. And he doesn't even want to get back out there. Smart guy. Because, yeah. much like Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting, my wife is dead. Oh, that'd be me. My so. wife died. I'd be. I wouldn't be out there. Mm. I'd be sad. <laughs> so then Steph gets home, <laughs> and is pissed because she had told Una to come, and Una didn't. And she's like, "Wake up, Flake! <laughs> <laughs> she, Are you pissed. naked?" <laughs> and she says, "No, I'm wearing a robe." You're naked under that robe. Somebody's here. And she's she like, says, Sometimes I sleep naked. She goes, No, you don't. Because <laughs> you think it makes a rapist's job easier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another great. great line. It was great. <laughs> and then Mikey comes out, and Una's like, Fuck. <laughs> and she's like, Is this the four month guy? And she's like, Well, it's only two months now. And, uh, and Seth's like, What the hell are you doing? You're being an idiot. Two months, dude. Two months. <laughs> And uh, he's like, ladies, ladies, look. And they're like, come on, what the fuck do you have to say? And he takes his timer off. And they and I go, are genius. horrified because they think it's a real timer. Well, but no, it's fake. This just tells no, you no. that he's really hey, 22. 
because he's, they're fighting with each other, and then all of a sudden he gives them something to gang up on, and mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just dumb. He refocused the, all the anger onto him. He really well, did. way to take one for the team. Hashtag Mickey. Another question Mikey. about the timer. Whatever. So I can't answer these questions. They absolutely would do this. So it's not well, really what question. batteries do they use? Yeah, maybe it's not, powered maybe by maybe body are, heat. They talked about the that in the okay. infomercial. Why don't they just why doesn't somebody just make a big database and you just put your timer in there and then you match them up and then you find them faster? You can't, right? Because that would um, that would make sense. I bet there's a website. (laughs) Like I would go on to Facebook and say my timer says says uh, 365 days, 18 months. Anybody out there close to that? Ask your friends. (laughs) And I also said, well, no, because the the looking thing does that. But I was like, what if you went to a giant concert and there was like six people that were supposed to meet their person there? But that would only it wouldn't matter because all six people could meet their people. Yes, but what if, all right, let's say the four of us today, we all, by happenstance, everybody's got the same timer, and boop, 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 I'm like, Tony. Oh, yeah, shit. That's weird. That's, but it's supposed to be you. I go, You're supposed to be no, looking okay, at her. Mine's fake. When it goes, <laughs> you know what? If we're all together, and you got one eye on me, and one eye on Tony, and your time, and my and Tony's timers go off, well then, maybe it's just, we then, need to be in a polyamorous relationship. Well then, well then, Good point! Well then, you're the two. Not that, but I mean, that that, 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 that exists. Is it, is it your, you got the problem with me, or with No, John? no, I got no problem with that. Just, is it me? No, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, Good point! They don't that that I'm glad I'm not like, in this polyamorous relationship. I don't know. They seem, That's right, you're out. I'm good with that. It seems you to be perfectly it. fine to be Gay, uh, like they take gayness into. Yeah. that's a terrible. I don't know why I'm saying it. Homosexuality. Like, yes, thank you. They take homosexuality yeah, yeah. into Break. account, but they don't take anything like polyamory yeah. into account. So if you're Mormon, you can't get a timer. I can't well, believe they could have. I can't believe you can't use the word homosexual, but you went with gayness. What kind of, what what kind of freak are you? I haven't slept in two days. <laughs> <laughs> she was excited about the podcast, folks. No, our dog has explosive wow, diarrhea. Really. <laughs> Isn't the Sharing is Caring podcast? Jail, if you listen to this, mommy's sorry. You want to come on the podcast? Too bad. That's a dog, not my baby. Don't say mommy. Okay. But anyways. Well, he's better on the podcast. Every time you hear a dog bark, it's Jail. They could have done a quick thing with that. That would have been cool. Like, you go, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, wait a minute. You know, and that that would have been a cool little cut scene, and then you leave, and you're like, hey. Like, have nothing to do with anybody. Like, they're all sitting there at the at the, at the been, Verizon store. <laughs> like, what the fuck? They should have done it right in front of Una because not only can she not find her one, but these people, these three people found their ones. Yeah. Ones? It would have been an interesting thing to throw in there. But Maybe in time or two uh, we'll let you boogaloo. I'm not a... I don't think we should pick a... I like how Carly sat her chair further away for this <laughs> no, conversation. No, I actually, She's I like, can't get... Without moving the table, I can't get to the table. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Where are I'm, we at? I'm personally... I have issues with polyamory, but... Uh, seriously, when my ex-husband cheated on me, he invited me to join in the polyamorous oh relationship, and I said, why, why is she? No. I wow. Know I, made, I know I made a face, but my face was, you shouldn't alienate a whole group of people <laughs> while doing a podcast. Personally, I'm not. Are we, we going to talk about that ex-husband? Fuck that guy. <laughs> we'll say that. I am oh, not polyamorous. No I'm just saying, they should. They did They did homosexual, and they did uh, straight. It would have been They could have done a few different ones just to throw it I in I suppose there. they could. I just... 
But Steph thinks that the fake timer is kind of a cool idea. It's amazing. <laughs> she respects that it's uh, it's uh, usability in picking up women like herself. Yes. But <laughs> Una thinks they it's, a, like, it's like the wedding ring thing. Does that work? Yeah, fake wedding ring. Uh, I've really? heard it works. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. Oh, okay. I I no, I, I don't think that a fake wedding ring does. Because the reason that women hit on married men is because married men aren't trying to hit on women and therefore are friendly, more approachable. Well, also, you you know they're not going to blow your shit up. Yeah. Because they have to hide it. And someone can stand a poor bastard. But, But that's why, like, that's why women are usually attracted to men with wedding rings is because they're, they're, more approachable and they're nice and they're not they're not awkward and throwing lines at you and playing a big game because they they're married they don't care if you go home with well, them because they got somebody home. They don't want you yes. to go home with them. <laughs> <laughs> I bet my wing, the one on the left. Well, take these broken wings and learn to fly again. No. Learn to live so free. I could do it all I, all day long. Mikey all says, day. Mikey says that <laughs> That's he a doesn't do it to pick up women. He does it because women are different. With dudes who have timers, and he wants to get to know the woman and not what she is when she's all crazy about the timer. Which we see that Una was different with him because his timer was about to expire than she was with Brian at the beginning when she she was like, we need to get you a timer. (laughs) She never would have been with him in the first place if he didn't have a timer because she slept with him the first time specifically because he was a guy with the the timer and that's... Well, there's obviously hang-ups about the timers. I mean, that's what this whole movie movie and society is about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And why they're all culty about these timer things. Everybody's put a lot of faith in it and it's a big deal. Yeah. So Mike, well, you gotta have I just want to get to know a person <laughs> without the stress of the are you my one. I want to get to know the woman. And uh, Una kicks him out because she's like, you've been lying to me this whole fucking time and I don't want to deal with that shit. But then she feels bad about it and she goes to see him because she misses him. And Aww. they both apologize and they kind of get back together. After this weekend, because it's Thanksgiving, but he doesn't know that. So then what does she do? And I thought this was bizarre. <laughs> I didn't. She brings him to Thanksgiving. Now, I would bring a person to Thanksgiving. I've thought about inviting many people to Thanksgiving at my parents' house. However, most of them, it's like, because you don't have a place to go and I know you, not because I've been sleeping with you. And no. <laughs> no. They've been dating. He's her boyfriend. They've been together for two months. So I only go to your parents' house because I don't have anywhere to go? You're my boyfriend. We've been together for four years. You can always come here. You can. Once we start our polyamorous thing, we'll take care of it. But I thought about inviting random, like when I find out people don't have anywhere to go, I'm like, you can come to my house. But if you're dating someone and they've been dating for two months, that's a long time. I don't know. Let's take that back. Would you would you uh, bring some of that back? You've been dating for two minutes, two minutes, two months to your parents, to Thanksgiving. It would depend parents. on whether or not well, they had family to go home to. <laughs> I would. You would? Yep. Totally I would. would. About um, you? I w- if you didn't have anywhere to go, yeah, I would. No, no, that's not what we're saying. I'd tell if you're my dating somebody for two months, not we don't have nowhere to go. If it's I'm with a guy and his family's assuming he's going to be at their Thanksgiving, then he's going to be there, especially after only two months. But <laughs> but if we're like. Four years, then that's not what we're asking. That's two, two months. months. I would. She, Lane says that's. I fine. totally would, and I would be okay if he invited me to his Thanksgiving. I would inquire about the quality of his mom's stuffing. 
And then maybe I would go there. Now, see, His for me, two me, months, makes the best two months is not enough time to ditch my family for Well, she puts cranberries in it, and I don't want nothing to do with it. Cranberries are delicious. Not in a stuffing. My mother doesn't put cranberries in her stuff. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm never, very picky about my cranberries, so... <laughs> I'm picky about stuffing. I want to do. I make some great I don't need stuffing. stuffing so I I'm not going to give up my <laughs> stuffing for inferior stuffing. But if she makes better stuffing than me, then I'm down for good stuffing. Mom, mom, Elaine has well, dropped the Thanksgiving the, the she brings him to. So. I'm not, not sure to your mom, John's to mom. If you'd like to bring your stuffing on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> everybody else tried but me. <laughs> Okay. So he, she brings him to the weirdest Thanksgiving ever. Thanksgiving time. <laughs> yeah, that was, that that was, was so fucking racist. Like, I wouldn't was, bring him into that. that was the They're making guacamole for the turkey. <laughs> the most Tacos? racist Thanksgiving ever. <laughs> like, they weren't even and margaritas, trying. They were having margaritas <laughs> too, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta tell you, if I was... If I, much like Una, if I was at that table, I'd definitely need a margarita. Yeah, or yeah. six. But I like how... I put on my flip-flops, step on a pop-top. It's funny because it was so <laughs> racist and awkward, and then Mikey was just like, yeah, I want a burrito, and he's all in there, and it was so great because he totally diffused all of that awkwardness. He really did. And he yeah. spoke Spanish. They needed him. And he spoke Spanish, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. They really needed him. Yeah, that family did need him. <laughs> and Uma's fucking it up. Una. That's what I said. Oh, right. And Soledad had heard of the band. And uh, yeah, it blew Mikey's yeah. mind. There's a fan? <laughs> I get the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I get the same way when people are like, we listen to your podcast. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> so I just heard your single. And he's like, what? Oh. So then we have a little bit of a montage of Steph and Dan getting to know each other better. And they've been hanging out a lot. He's coming to the pocket watch a lot and talking to her a lot. And they've become very close. Well, he digs her. He does. But she's not... He's not her type, uh, but... Uh, it seems like they're dating. Yeah, it does seem like It dating. seems like they're dating like they're ha like she is falling for this guy. That's the impression I get. It, they leave it ambiguous on purpose. I didn't like that. But... Uh, then we see Una and Mikey go to the restaurant that she went to for her awkward date earlier in the movie. And this is where I kind of got the impression that now that she knows he doesn't have a timer, she's kind of putting him on the track of the other potential guys she's dated. Like, maybe well, she date a little while, and I can convince you to get a timer. Well, because he said at Thanksgiving that he doesn't believe in him, mm -hmm. which seemed like her mom was about to have a heart attack. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, fit, I didn't get that... At all. I I thought she was just... She's accepted that she's dating this guy. Maybe. But she's not... She's. It seems different now between well, the, the two of them. highly obsessed with the timers. Oh, yeah. And we see her mom not approving of, of Mikey in the scene where they are having coffee together or tea together. And she's like, he reminds me a lot of your father. And he doesn't believe in the timer. And he's a musician. And... He's really charming, and you're going to fall hard for this guy, but he's not your one, and I need to advise you not to make the same mistakes I did, so her mom isn't cool. We don't know that he's her one. He could be her, her one. He doesn't know. have a timer. But is he going to get one? Mm, Who knows? I was it's more interested likely. in his sister's relationship because I thought it was neat that he had his one and she died. 
So and she's not going to beat her one so until she's in her 40s. So if got a timer, in theory, it wouldn't work. And then her timer's like 20 years from now or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was an inter- I thought that was an interesting thing. Yeah, I like that a lot. It is. And maybe that helped them bond a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Girl, you know it's true. All right. <laughs> so then... We come and we see Una and Mikey are in bed. And they have... Presumably, just finished having sex, and he asks her about boobs. So, <laughs> they, my grandmother's favorite section of the podcast, tit talk. They have tit talk. This movie has a tit talk. But she has nice boobs because they point the right they way. They point forward. Now, I didn't, I personally, I mean, I like boobs, but I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think this line, I think, it to me it seemed fake. It seemed like the writer or whatever was kind of making him dumber or making him say stupider things to make them have a fight. It just didn't seem like something he would say. It was I, kind of... Because he's, he's supposed to be this dumb kid, but he's really smart, and he says all these profound things, and he's and like, he's what about boobs? Like, what if they're... And you're like... Yeah, but eh. he's still a 20-something... Uh, just you know, early 20s dude. All right, well, let this me stop you. That's not the conversation you'd have with her. He, if he was having that conversation about boobs, he would have it with his friends. Yeah, yeah. that would be That's something she'd walk on him <laughs> having with his roommates. Yeah. But my <laughs> question is... He, he, grab a bottle of boobs. Yeah. he was saying he was talking about women and about how you know sometimes their boobs yeah. kind of point to the side sometimes they point right you don't have to use where your was he that he was looking at all these boobs was he in a strip club it because sounded like because he said wave the bills yeah. on <laughs> so he's not just talking about boobs with his girlfriend he's talking about going to a strip club well he's seen boobs I but mean, it's just weird yeah. like that's not the kind of after coitus talk right. you have exactly and that's not good pillow it seemed forced no. let me write that so down. that they would fight to it me. just was really t- like the whole time Mikey's such a great character yeah. this scene is really weird yeah. Yeah. this scene is the one scene with him where you're like Ooh. does anybody have any thoughts on side facing boobs as opposed to front facing <laughs> I was going to put it out to the other 12 people who saw this movie if they thought that as well <laughs> well you know that number has been up to 16 now oh Ooh. snap <laughs> alright so we have a little convention <laughs> <laughs> like we can we can go and cosplay. <laughs> I'm gonna be Una. All right, be a big timer. <laughs> <laughs> so then she gets up and gets dressed, and he's like, "Well, when can I see you again?" Or more specifically, "When can I see your perfect front facing boobs again?" Yeah. And now she says, see, "That was kind of funny." <laughs> and something that guys would say. <laughs> that's not something guys it's disrespectful I think it is. that's women. right it's, uh-huh. and you guys can pretend like you're that. never disrespectful <laughs> I, offensive that you I believe you teach women with respect yes. I don't know John I mean, never talks about my boobs so there's two of them <laughs> <laughs> a left and a right and they're not always on the same side because sometimes you stick the other way and then the left goes on the right and the right goes on the left you gotta stop moving them around my left or your left exactly <laughs> that's what I'm talking about so she says, maybe when you grow up, and he says that she needs to stop putting all her faith in the timer, and she should trust really what he says and their feelings for one another. And she's like, what are you telling me? And he says that he loves her, but she says, I don't know what that means. And uh, he says her problem isn't that he can't give her a guarantee, it's that she, she can't give him one. She wants to know what love is. And, and he wants to show her. Yeah. He's trying to show her, but she's not... Receptive because that and little thing on her wrist hasn't gone off. She <laughs> wants to feel what love is. So, uh, anyway. So they break up again. 
Yes. Like and you. then Una goes to see Steph at work and says, I want to go see my dad. And she's like, all right, fuck yeah, let's go. And they do. <laughs> Which I think is weird because she's, she's she, just, she broke up with him, but yet father. she wants to go. She broke up with Mikey, but yet now she wants to go see her dad kind of for Mikey. It's really weird. Well, I got the impression that was just like a side. It was a two birds with one yeah. stone situation. Well, she was, you know. Yeah, I got that. She wants to get under him because she's not quite over him. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. So. All right, All right Rachel. <laughs> when were you? That's when profound. were you? When were you? Oh. When were you over me? When were you under me? That's what he says. Um, <laughs> we so they go see Rick, and a lady answers the door, and they don't know this lady, and she's like, what the fuck? Who are you? You want to see Rick? <laughs> she doesn't say that, but there's a look. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, oh, 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 it's not weird. He's my dad. Not so weird at all. It's still kind of weird. But she goes in, and she finds out that her mom has been lying to her her whole life. <laughs> And her dad has a timer and got it because he wanted to prove to her that they weren't meant to be together. So everything her mom ever told her about how they got divorced was a lie. Because she's a liar. <laughs> Call to do that. And then when they go to leave, um, the girlfriend, they shake hands, and she realized the girlfriend has had a timer removed, which I get the impression up until this point she didn't know was possible. So the girlfriend says... I got it removed. Your dad's not my one, but I love him, so fuck it. And that then, was beautiful. And then they get the idea. He is her one. And they're he like, is her one. shit. You might say he's her lobster. You can make a choice for yourself. <laughs> There's, you, can get, you can get rid of this timer and decide for yourself who you want to be. This with? was kind of like when Neo decided he was the one and he exactly. just stopped the bullets. So they go to the timer store to ATT. Hmm. <laughs> and the chick's like, ooh, you really are <laughs> turning over every stone. And she's like, this is my sister. We want to have funny. her removed. <laughs> and they're like, removed? I, I'm going to have to talk to my manager. And I thought it was so great when we cut to the manager and he looked even younger than all of them. <laughs> and it really was like an AT&T store. <laughs> the, no, we're going with Verizon. So Steph right. goes first. And then not T-Mobile. And the, and the little infant of a manager looks at her timer and he's like, ooh, this model's so old. <laughs> this that model's older than I am. You have so much time before you meet your one. And she's like, can we stop? <laughs> we don't need this. And they take it out. And then it's Una's turn. And they're like, well, you know, once you have it removed, that's it. You can never get another one. And she's like, dude. Steph's like, what? Where was this disclaimer (laughs) when it was my turn? But Steph still knew how many days she had left. Yeah. She still has already done that math. Which I said So she knows that on this day she'll meet her one. Regardless of whether or not yes, but it won't vibrate she, for her. Yeah, she won't have the. the she won't know which one it was. But she can keep but, track of all the guys she meets. I guess no, we just walk around and everybody she meets. They be like, "Did you have? Do you have a timer? Did it go blank one day?" All she's got to do is look for someone with a blank timer or with yeah a timer with no um. Or a timer scar like Like hers. that guy should stand out because he'll probably be looking at you. But then you see her, know. you see him with his girlfriend because he thinks you died. That's true. <laughs> but still. 
Right. Then you show him your scar, and he shows his scar, and then you then he punches his girlfriend. Scar buddies. He he pushes his girlfriend off the sidewalk and says, "I'm done with you, bitch. My one is here." <laughs> That's exactly what would happen. Oh man! Because he's waited so long for her. But anyway, and she says, "What about our four kids?" Or. Or you had to wait until he was old enough, because now that guy just turned 18. But so Luna's in the chair. Oh, that didn't wet your noodle, did it? Like, you never thought of that. You just assumed this guy was going to be 43 as well. This fucker could have been 18 years I old. I didn't assume that. <laughs> See? I don't uh-huh. have a problem with the age difference in this movie. For a minute, I thought Jesse was going to time her with a teacher, but that was life as a house. Uh, <laughs> that would have been crazy. <laughs> <sighs> I thought it was going to be someone super I inappropriate. How that would turns work. Out solo dad who's anyway, now you got me thinking about all kinds of shit. All right. Well, because, you know, <laughs> would it make the news if the timer said that they were meant to be together? <laughs> what if the timer? The timer. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you can't argue with the timer. The timer's been... The sky news, fucking it, said it, man. It knows everything. So oh, it doesn't matter man. that she's 12. So it's Una's turn, and she's in the chair, and they say, all right. And they start to count down. And right before they take it off, what happens? It starts to go off. She's going to be her one tomorrow. And Wasn't that convenient? Steph is like, dude, you're still going to meet him. Have the fucking thing removed. And she's like, but I've been waiting since I was 14 for this thing to start counting down. And, and now it's like, in. So am I. I'm still going to wait 10 more years. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> She's like, it's been blank since I was 14, and finally. Yeah. So she. I didn't think this fucking thing worked. So That's she, what I asked. Uh, I asked, how do you know it's not broken? I have no idea. I guess what she went she, back to the store and asked them, I guess. But. Yeah, but if you take it out, what if, what if it gets defective? Let's say something happens. You fall in a lake. <laughs> Get a little water, water in there. I already it's told you. Because you got to shower every day. What I if you got a bad component? It's fiction. I can't answer you a, these questions. You have a bad component that needs to be fixed. <laughs> Why are you going to unravel have, the sweater? What if you only have one arm? <laughs> what if your right well, they want you when you... Well, <laughs> what if you went to, to fucking... Then your left arm your is dominant. They ask you which is your dominant and arm. And my dominant and then, arm got chopped off yesterday. But then your other one <laughs> I don't get to find dominant. my one now? What kind of racist ass shit is this? That's not racist. Well, That's well, well once you build up your left arm, then you can get one re-implanted. Huh? But once you build up, like, so say you have a timer and a shark eats your arm. Yes. And then the shark eats your timer. I like where this is going. (laughs) So then. Oh, good reality. (laughs) So Bruce bitch it, gotcha. So, but taking it out messes something up. But you didn't take it out. You just had to have reconstruction surgery. I just have to find that shark and get my arm No, no, you just have to build up your other arm so then it becomes good and strong and then get your timer re Now, I have a question. So, when the shark bites your arm and the timer gets stuck in the shark, does the shark... Does the shark's one beat? (laughs) I got an even better question. What if you have no arms? What if you were in a war and you were a double amputee and then you decided you wanted a timer, where do they put it? In your foot. Yeah, that's what I thought. In your foot. In your dominant foot. All right. <laughs> All right, meow. Which foot is your dominant foot? You're right. I would have no idea. All right, well, meow. I would because I keep spraying okay. this. Morning, All right, meow. But <laughs> so Una does not get her timer removed. And she goes home. Yeah. And, and the next day is her birthday. The next day is the birthday party. Could they do it with your worst enemy? I think so. That would be cool. That'd be weird. Uh, Sorry. All right. So <laughs> Mikey and Dan both come to the party. 
Because, you know, fuck science. Steph arrives first, and Uta comes later. And when they get the birthday girls together, what happens? Una sees Dan for the first time. And... Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Oh, text message. <laughs> There's so many things wrong in this scene. There's so many things wrong in this movie. <laughs> but we're not there yet. We're almost there. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> so, Elaine, elaborate. So Yay, nay, man. She, okay, so I get that they want it to be awful that Dan and her are timer soulmates. <laughs> and because they, so now Steph, who fell in love with this guy, and it's pretty obvious that Steph loves him, is mm-hmm. now, like, this is terrible for her. Because not only did her sister not go in on her sister pack and remove her timer, but now she's stealing her man. And then Mikey sees this and runs away. And then the the conversation between Dan and Steph in the kitchen, where Dan is like, you're the one that convinced me that I want to get back out there, is horrible. Because it's not, we're dating and I care about you. Yeah. It's, it's, we're hanging out and you made me realize I want to date somebody else. That's true. Yeah, that's what it was. It wasn't even on the table that that I'm still going to stay with you. It's like, hey, you understand she's my soulmate so we're done like it was absolutely that was I was like that's pretty horrible he said hanging out with you made me realize I don't want to be alone yeah it wasn't even I always knew you weren't going to be my one so (laughs) or at least so I got a timer so I could see oh god Tony I'm going to throw something at you (laughs) he's really not digging polyamorous over there I don't know what kind of Hitler fascist we got on the podcast (sighs) how long have you been a member of the the Hitler fascist is not me There's no Hitler fascists here. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'm down with democracy. Anyway. Um, Whether the U.S. government does it or not. So, no, it is messed up that he's like, I got this because I realized from hanging out with you that I didn't want to be alone anymore. Because he knew it wasn't going to be her. Yeah. It couldn't be her. See, I didn't know. I thought maybe he got it and he was kind of hoping... You but know, he but couldn't be her because no, her know, other has one. I know. Her, but yeah, maybe no. his would be like 20 years from now, too, so they could be like, well, hey, you know. Or yeah, no, it just was like, yeah, it, it, it was all kinds like of a... fucked up. There was no reason for him to ever get a timer no, because they're setting it up that they're fucking dating. I was so mad. Yeah. That, would, that is kind of a... Luna chases after Mikey and, and like, he, he's gone. Yeah. Which the whole movie, we don't know if he has a car or what, but he is gone. He has very swift feet. But, <laughs> but that was one of my favorite parts, though, when they're in the kitchen together. And the two sisters start arguing. And then he's like, she's like, you can go. And he's like, I'm good with that. And he leaves. He two sisters fighting. That was pretty Because awesome. the two sisters are fighting. Yes. And Steph calls Una an unforgivable bitch and Ooh. says she's bogarting the only quasi-romantic... Uh, interest she's ever had and, and uh, she got her thing defense, ripped off in Una's defense here she didn't do anything That's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true all she did was fucking show up and this thing beeped at her and now she's done something wrong well, and the sister attacks her she did you know, she didn't go along with the whole let's get him removed the and then not remove her yeah. it's kind of like that, if you go hey man let's go get a tattoo and then they don't well, that's a completely separate thing that she should be mad about, but not that she shouldn't be able to bring up the, 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 the dude. Well, the dude had nothing to do with... And that's why Una says you're going to be pissed at me, but not pissed at him? Because yeah. you should it. be pissed at him. Yeah. <laughs> you should be pissed at either one of them. 
You should be pissed at the fact that you believe that this little stupid piece of plastic in your hand can tell you when you're going to find the one. Well, if you grew up in a society where this is what Well, society will you mess you up. It will. Like, everybody believes in a 1492 Columbus hit. No, sorry, that's not You were acculturated <laughs> to believe in this thing, so this is what you believe in. Right. <laughs> and a lie becomes a truth when everybody else believes it. So, anyway, they have a fight, and uh, and Una does say, can we have a minute alone? And Dan's like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Dan is a douchebag. <laughs> He's a dick Dan. <sighs> so, uh... They fight, and Una says, look, you can be as mad at me as you want, but on Monday I need you to come home because you're my person, and I love you more than anybody else. So we've been together for a lot longer than anything else, and I need you to be here. And I wasn't sure how it was going to go, but come Monday... She was there. She was there. <laughs> and they seemed all right. Like, well, they, they do live together. Well... She doesn't have to come home eventually. If for no other reason. She's an orthodontist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then she wakes Una up. Uh, actually, over the they, weekend. She wakes her up before, before she goes. Before she wakes her up, Una goes to see Mikey. Yep. Which. Was pointless. <laughs> no. This is. Yes. It's not pointless. It's not pointless. She Mikey's making eggs. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. <laughs> This is the point. Like in she, her dream. She apparently had her timer removed. Only in my dream. In a very pointless gesture. Only in my dream. Which I would think once you meet the person you're supposed to be with and you both know it, then wouldn't you want to get your timer removed? Yeah, because apparently you're paying $1.99 a month in fees. No, I think, <laughs> I think it's $199. I didn't think that. <laughs> Whatever it is. This is AT&T. It's $199. <laughs> it probably is $199. But... Like, like so, I, they said it was seventy nine ninety five to start. I thought that was eight grand. <laughs> so I would assume that you would get it removed, especially since when you want it to be like your wedding cake topper, right? Yeah, you get it framed. You know, something. Yeah, yeah, there would be a it'd thing. It'd be like a hundred pages on, int- on Which Pinterest about it. Then retroactively <laughs> makes it so weird that AT and T chick was like, "I've never taken, I've never removed a timer." Wouldn't that just be something that was happening all the time as people met? I would cancel my subscription. Why am I paying you $2 a month or $200 a month? $2 a month, we'll say, plus taxes and fees. So it's probably $15 a month. (laughs) Yeah, I would totally get it wrong. They get you the taxes and fees. They really do. I could see if if there was like a reset button if you met your person and you're like, no, we fucking hate each other. Okay, we'll reset it and it goes to the second best person in the world. Or if they die. If they die, die, do I get a reset? If their arm was eaten by a shark or any of that stuff. But. <laughs> gotta watch out for sharks. That's why you gotta stay Nazi out of the water. Yes. Don't go into the water. Yes. So anyway, she if they turn to out to be Mikey. a Nazi fascist, obviously you like that because they're your person. She's your lobster. <laughs> if you if your Did timer goes off for a Nazi fascist, you need to take a long look in the mirror. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm starting with the man in the mirror, and I'm asking him to change his ways. <laughs> So back to Mikey she and Una. To see Mikey. And she says, fuck the timer. I had it removed. I cho- I don't want to run off into the sunset with this stranger. I've been with you and I like you and I want to stay with you. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, uh, I don't think we should have timers, but they like, fucking work. <laughs> and yours went off, so that's your dude. And uh, you're going to have to find a way to live with that. And that's it. We're done. Yeah. It's moved. It's too late. Translation, I'm 22, and I'm he's still like, going to be sleeping with chicks. He's yeah. like, I love you, but you don't love me. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, I thought I loved you before. Yeah. But now, again, she's confused. She mm-hmm. doesn't she know what she wants. She's a little, um... Once she found out he didn't have a timer, she ruined it. She was she cool. Did. Everything was great until she found out that timer was But I didn't want fake. her to ruin it. She but went she a little knocking futz, if you I will. I wanted them to be together. He says, in a year, are we still together? And she can't say yes. And he's like, for me? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yes. You don't love me. <laughs> Which is terrible because I wanted her to love him because he's the best. <laughs> he's the best. Well, Elaine the, the was team right. Mikey. <laughs> maybe the timers are right. I was really kind of hoping he had been the one that got a timer. I bet that's what I thought too. When it went off, I was like, "Oh, Carly, I bet what's his name?" I mean, it wasn't. And I had seen the movie three times, so this I was, was like, "Called a swerve." Zig left and made me real sad. So then uh, she leaves, and she says, uh, or before she leaves, he asks her if it's going to leave a scar, and she says, yes, you scarred me, but in a good way. Aww. And, uh, and that made me think, <laughs> you know what, Tony? <laughs> that made me think, sometimes, like, maybe she wasn't ready to meet her one until she went through this experience. Like, her dad, when she went to see him, he said, I haven't zeroed out yet. Maybe I have a few more lessons well, it may, to learn. And that makes sense, because her crazy, her movie crazy sister is chaotic and a mess. Yeah, she's well, not ready to meet her Maybe in ten years she guy. cleans herself up and straightens her life out, and then she's ready to meet her one. You know, but there you go. I don't know. Una was not a very likable character. Are we <laughs> at to that part yet? We're not there yet. So Mikey was likable. And I <laughs> like, We're still no, not there. No. Oh, okay. You can just jump ahead whenever you want. Una was not she very likable. Mikey was likable, <laughs> and I liked her when she was with Mikey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, one more scene that. left in the movie. So, then you can do this. I feel like maybe you're right, and her experience with Mikey allowed her to become the person that meets her one but still i like her as a person with mikey so you wanted him to be her one. i wanted him to be her one. <laughs> i feel you so then she wakes up with seth hitting her in and the face again not hitting her like poking her. her yeah poking, poking her, her. That's and just their thing, apparently. She says, I thought you were dead, because this is way later than you usually wake up. And she gets a late start, but it seems like everything's cool between her and Steph, which is good. And then she goes for a run, and she's passed by all these dudes with weird masks on the back And I of thought heads. she was having to dream again. I did, too. Because <laughs> the tiger masks are back. But then Dan shows up, and he says... They look weird, don't they? I gave them those masks. And she's like, yeah, I know what the masks are for. And uh, they have a little moment. She apologizes for being rude to him. And uh, and he says you should get a late start more often. Yeah, because he's uh, like, what are you doing here on my track? And she's like, this is my track. I just got a late start between so 7 and 7.30. And he's like, well, and then he says you should get a late start Because presumably it's after 9 now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, presumably she goes running on that track, leaves, misses him every day. And he goes and running on that track. Yeah. So maybe the timers aren't right. <laughs> and they watch the same weird documentaries about Bengali 
tiger hunters. <laughs> those were Incan matrimonial head masks. No. Eh. Sorry. So anyway, they have a moment, Sorry, another and movie. they cut. Then the movie's over, and it kind of leaves you with the impression that they're gonna start seeing each other. I don't know. I, this really, I thought it brought a tear. It really did. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I was happy the fucking movie was over. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Oh. All right, Elaine, what do you have to say? So, nay, nay, or maybe. Okay, so... Or favorite, at, favorite person, my least favorite... Okay, so my favorite character is Mikey. Obviously. Total shocker. We've known that. <laughs> my favorite line was, yes, into the loudspeaker, if you don't mind. Because it was, he didn't miss a beat. It was so perfect. I, he has a bunch of great lines all throughout this, and it really made me happy. Um, I just thought he was the greatest character, like, at the, at the party when um, he's translating mm -hmm. for Luz. So that, and she's like, <laughs> I would have liked better if our kids had met in secret and got secretly married and then we had to meet and just deal with it because we just we don't have to be friends. And then Crazy Mom was like, oh, thank God I feel the same way. <laughs> I just like, everything about Mikey is great. And I was pissed that Una did not end up with him. Um, so I started out thinking, like, I didn't like this movie. I didn't like Una. And then 20 minutes in, I was like, wow, this is a really good movie. <laughs> I sure hope there's more Steph in it. I would have much rather if Steph had been the main character than Una. I could buy that. Because I did not just... Usually the, it is in romantic comics. It's usually the mess yeah. girl and then the well, nice sister. And Una's then, a mess, too. She's like yeah, more of a neurotic mess, mess yeah. which I don't know. Do you she recommend just, the movie? <laughs> Yes. I, I'm not... Can I not say what I think? I started out not liking it. And then I realized I was oh, really yeah. into it. And then I really yeah. enjoyed it. And then it ended and I was super pissed. Because I don't want her to be with Dan. Because Dan sucks ass. Dan said to Steph... I'm so glad that your sister is my soulmate because it means I get to I, keep you I in my that. life. I remember that. What? I remember that. It's terrible. I hated him. That was pretty I, harsh. I really wanted her to, like, at the end, when they meet on the track, and she says that she gets her timer removed, and he's like, I wondered, thought you got hit by a bus. I don't know what he said. But I really wanted her to say, I got it removed because I don't want to be with you, and just run off. <laughs> and that would have been a good, and I would have been happy with that ending. I did not like that she ended up with Dan. So I think that you should all watch this movie, and then after her and Mikey have their fight where she's and where he's making the eggs, just turn it off. Because you don't need this bit with Dan. It's dumb, and it doesn't matter. I think that's one of the film of the So weekend. yes. Yeah. Yes, you should watch this movie, but just cut it off five minutes early because on Dan. Wow. <laughs> Tony, yay, nay, or maybe. All right. My favorite character was Mikey. My least favorite character was the mom. <laughs> My favorite line was when uh, Steph was like, why didn't you tell me the, you know, the warning before you ripped mine off? And then my favorite scene was obviously the fake timer because that was genius. <laughs> uh, recommend, I'd say it's, it's watchable. Give it a, you know, give it a shot. If it's a rom-com, I mean, it's not my, 
My, not my type of movie, but it was okay, I guess. But there was there was definitely some questiones. I had. <laughs> That's Spanish for question. <laughs> for the uh, for this movie here. So that's me. Oh, God. Um, Thanks for translating that. Is it my turn? <laughs> sure. I think so. <laughs> Yay, nay, or maybe. I think my favorite character <laughs> is going to be uh, probably Mikey. Mikey, he was the best character. Oh, man, I thought he was going to go with Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line would be... You know, with the a serious... end. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, uh, orthodontist, is that like a dentist? Well, yeah. But an orthodontist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I thought that was, that was good. Uh, my least favorite character would be the mom. Yeah, she's like, crazy. She bugged me. And so my thoughts on the movie are in the genre where they just take science fiction, fantasy, and rom com and mash them up. If this is what you get, let's keep those genres separate, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> no. Because it doesn't make. You know, I'm fine with fantastical. It doesn't make sense. I'm okay with that. But if a movie's supposed to be reality-based and you just take one thing that's so far out of left field, this is like, you know, the Ten Commandments with Moses' DVD collection. It just doesn't fit. doesn't go. So, I'm going to have to give this one a you big old You could do an updated no. Ten Commandments where Moses has the DVD collection. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That reminds me, though. This, the writer who wrote this, I looked her up. And also wrote Alien vs. Predator where I stole that line. No. <laughs> she has written something that they're trying to make into a movie that's a sci-fi comedy about women who are at a baby shower and some meteor shower hits and somehow all men who are affected by the meteor shower turn into aliens. So there's some alien adventure or alien invasion. <laughs> well, we'll and look forward to that. the women have to try to find a way to save humanity. <laughs> and who says legalizing pot wasn't a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> so this might not be the only sci-fi. <laughs> All right, so there we go. So we you have say nay. You damn skippy hippie. Ah. So that's two, four, one against him, Carly. I liked it. That's why I picked it. <laughs> so three stars. Yeah. Three yays and one nay. And uh, I guess so. that. All right. So what's next? Is it. Oh crap. Find us on Facebook. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. At the Unmovie Podcast. I'm Which, sorry, hold on. again, if you want, if you like this podcast, please want my tell us. <laughs> please make sure you tell us. Use the hashtag momstuffing. <laughs> Release the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> my mother As always, if you want the Kevin Costner fan cast, hashtag Costner is the best. How's that going? Hashtag kill yourself. How's <laughs> that going? And if John is your favorite person on the podcast, please tell us and use the hashtag math facts. <laughs> All right, so check up. us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Podcast Addict. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Twitter at unmoviepodcast, and email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com to tell us how you feel about this movie and others if you have any other movies you'd like to discuss. Um, I'm also in the process of setting up an Instagram account, and hopefully in the next episode, I'll tell you where you can find that. Cool. I'm working on it. I'm not quite ready to start it. And uh, next week, 
Elaine's pick. Uh-oh. I can't remember what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the Last Witch Hunter? That is correct. Oh! 2016's The Last Ooh, Witch Hunter. Ooh, it's a new one. Yes. It's with, Vin, it's with Vin Diesel. Nice. All right. I don't watching? know if I've ever seen last a Vin Diesel last, movie. Right. The Last Witch Hunter. Dude. That was my idea. Dude. <laughs> you were there in the room, and you're like, you should just do this movie. And I was like, you're right. I should. All right, so we're going to do it. Tune no one, next No week. one's seen that. John has not seen it. I'm the only person that's seen that movie. I haven't seen it either. Oh, my God. For the first time. This is a first. For the first time, <laughs> I'm doing a movie that no one and has probably seen. Probably not the last time. The movie's <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I just did a movie nobody had seen. Yeah. But this is oh, Elaine's so, first one. So your movie's next. So I should probably start thinking what I'm going to do. Yes. Yeah. Put that in your back pocket. And put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. Well, tune in next week. Take that weed out of your back pocket. We talk about the last witch hunter. (laughs) All right. um, Anybody else got anything they want to get off their chest? Elaine, you want to talk? Toodaloo. All right, then. (laughs)